Who's the what's the picture on the right? What? That's Squints from. 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 You don't know who Squints is? From? Sandlot. I mean, Sandlot is. is not Sandlot really, was just that's mid. Past, that's past. Yeah. Time. Well, oh, it's not. I whoa, watch, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I watch older movies or newer movies past my prime all the time. But that movie was mid. It is one of you the are most full overrated. of shit. No, it's overrated. It really is. It's not entertaining. You know what's had- overrated? Avatar. Avatar's fucking overrated. <laughs> <laughs> We've already heard that one, Justin. That is not a hot take. <laughs> Actually, it is because it like fucking won all these awards because people were so pretentious. Like, oh, it's got blue people. It's a, it's original. Get out of here. Oh, so you just low key called me pretentious. I'll remember that. Let's also remember I mean- that. That the Sandlot <laughs> came out in 1993, and Coley and I are about the same age. Yeah, I was in college. Yeah, that's what Hash was saying. And so you're not watching that movie as a senior in high school. Like you're not. No, there's also remember <laughs> there's limited access to getting movies, and you're not being like, let's go watch a buddy film about being around the diamond. Like you don't do. That's not where anybody's at at age. 19 and 1993. I'm just, it's not fair. We're all in that part watching wild things. That's what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Troy, dead on. I was also doing it at seven years old. (laughs) (laughs) You you had to be 19 years old to do that. Trust me. I was there. (laughs) Fair enough. It's also the first time. So Amin and I are going to get together for a drink tomorrow. What? Yeah. He's like, you have any plans this weekend? And I'm like, uh. <laughs> I went to I'm going to a concert. He, he might go to a concert tomorrow. He's waiting to hear from a friend. If not, we're going to go tomorrow. Um, but if he goes to this concert, we're going to go on Monday. Very so cool. my drinking with him online is not as cool then. Okay, great. <laughs> Just meet ya. The, 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 two white, the two white claws he had while doing the interview with me and while scarfing down pizza is not as entertaining, I guess. So well, what you, the, you got what him is, to drink that night at least because he didn't with us. Like what? I always like his hotel room is like a fucking apartment or whatever. Like they're staying at. Because I was like, you're you got to be like in your house now. Like there's like a full on kitchen in his goddamn hotel room. Was that where he was when he was on with us? That one? That background that we saw there? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I wonder what concert he's going to. So there is at Gila River um, Casino uh, Theater. Um, They're having like another 50th R&B tribute thing. I know Future. Yeah, I know Future's going to be there, but they I didn't see everybody. There's going to be a, a few acts in Future's, like one of the bigger ones, obviously. So Future, is that the 50-year anniversary of R&B? This year <laughs> is. Okay. Is is this the first time you're hearing this, this year, that this is the 50th anniversary of R&B this year? Well, I heard it well, is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop and R&B, yes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. R&B, hip-hop, my bad. Yes. R- but, R&B technically is older than 50 years. But enough of our banal talk. Our guest of honor has arrived. That's true, Hash. <laughs> well, hello there, Mr. Mays. What's going on, folks? Going on. Hello. 
Do you want me to record okay. a local track or what? That is not <laughs> that is not necessary. Okay, <laughs> We're not that kind of a high quality me. outfit. Come on, don't don't discount yourselves already. Uh, just throw compression on that shit and call it a day. That's <laughs> that's production one hundred and one right there. That's, that's right. Our, and that's our producer Ron right there. Seven drunk people all at different volumes. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the symphony of guys and the lady. <laughs> that's our one saving grace, right? Thank there. God for Coley. Right. When we, when we had a mean on, we finally had someone of color. Finally, too. Like <laughs> oh, man. that's a that's a rare one here. Yeah. Um, it's very rare that anybody refers to me as a lady, by the way. So thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> just a little look into Tempe, Arizona there or what? No, it's just, uh, I, I don't know where this is. It's probably Iowa. I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> just a little corn maze. Ah, <laughs> yes. Corn puzzle. That yes. time of the year. Oh, I know that place too. Look at that. Going sightseeing. Look, you guys pandering. We're nothing if not <laughs> on the internet out here for sure. So we just waiting for Ron. Evidently, Ron don't has his shit together. Oh, I'm just <laughs> grinding something up here, so I don't have to make all this. <laughs> yeah, all this terrible sound on the pod. Get ahead of it. All right. So well, maze. Uh, Apologies, we're usually so much more organized than this. So much better than this. <laughs> so I just want to point out that like you're catching us on a really bad night, and if you listen back, you'll understand. It's I've never heard so much silence on a seven person call. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> I was thinking it'll last. Enjoy it. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean if he listens back? He listens to all of our episodes. Yeah, we're about twenty minutes from all seven people drunkenly stomping on each other. You guys are gonna <laughs> make up for lost. Yeah, that will happen. All talk at once. <laughs> yeah. I got it. <laughs> Maze sounding quiet to anybody else, or is it just me? Probably. I mean, my thing touch turned down for you know how I record for what? that. Oh, yeah. Turned down for what? Better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you that one. Low hanging. Sorry. Freaks and geeks, drinkers, thinkers. Ramblers and gamblers, stoners and pet owners, That's me. gather around. This is the Outsider Social Club, where us misfits, miscreants, outcasts get together and ramble, palaver, prattle, and get royally intoxicated while we do so. Mm, that's true. So without further ado, uh, let's proceed. One for the party, baby, pop on the road, drumming, knock back a drink, there's nobody home. Welcome back to the Outsider Social Club. I'm your master of ceremonies, Drinks with Ron, and I am six foot three, two hundred fifteen pounds. Usual rules apply: you drink if you hear a dog, or a cat, <laughs> or a bong. And uh, speaking of over unders, let's throw it to the Godfather of Drinks, Troy. What over under do you have in store for our drinking this evening? Oh, Ronaldo, our guest is special. Our drinking is special. Uh, in honor of a certain rule of two multiplier. We're going to set the over-under at 12 this evening because, you know, the man does so much work on so many podcasts. Plus, mm. I need to get my drink on. We're setting it at 12. Back Holy to you, buddy. shit. Oh, my God. I don't Good think number. this episode's going to be long enough for that. But, uh, yeah, let's quick go around the room, do intros, attach a name to a voice. Uh, Yikes Mountain, how's it going tonight? I'm good. Oh, well, 
That's that's wonderful. Hashy the hash or not. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten trained now. <laughs> Hashy, what's up? Oh, you know, just kicking it. Eating Greek salad and sipping fizzies. Oh, hot damn. Justin, how's it Thanks. going this evening? That twelve might be high for us, but that twelve was very low for the Godfather of Drinks. <sighs> yeah, I don't think this episode's gonna be that long. I don't see a twelve happening. Uh and Coley, uh, what's what's up? I don't know. I'm going to shoot for that 12, um, but we need an under over for the snorts, maybe, perhaps. Oh, I completely forgot that. Yeah, you drink if you hear a dog or a cat or a bong or Coley snorts when she laughs. So, uh, yeah, watch for that to tick up as the alcohol consumption goes in. But, uh, but yeah, special episode this evening. I'm going to throw it back to Justin. Why don't you uh, tell the audience what the hell's going on? Set us up here. That's, for, that's right, Ron. We got a special guest today. And as we put a close on this series of episodes featuring the Cinephobe crew, we save the best for last, folks. Tonight, we have one of the producers that produces. You can catch him on the Basketball Illuminati with our former guest, Amin Alhassan and Tom Habistrow. Also on the Rule of Two with Darth Amin Alhassan. Running point on the Count the Dings mailbag episodes. And of course, aforementioned Cinephobe podcast. He's the goddamn talent, Anthony Darth Corn Puzzle Maze. Welcome to the OSC pod. <laughs> For you. Welcome, okay. welcome. With the air horn. Production value. I'm going to put my foot in my mouth right out of the gate and get this one out of the way. Um, somebody told me that you have a nickname, and uh, <laughs> I think we might want to call you Amber Alert tonight. Is that what mm. we should call? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Easy, Maze. Oh, I heard wrong. Damn, how did I walk into that one again? Again, that's <laughs> the key word right there. You Sorry. Can't... Was this one from uh, Amin? Yes, of course it what? is. No way. Yeah, yeah, that's what he told me to call you. So take it, <laughs> take it how you want. Fair enough. Dang, I mean, yeah. it's uh, it was a means idea once upon a time. So that's that's why it even exists in the first place. No wonder he's perpetuating it. <laughs> yeah he He's got you pretty good when he was on here last time he actually i'm just gonna hit the sound catching a stray he hit you with a brutal stray when he was on so i'm just gonna play that back and let you respond to it because it was i was taken aback popular cinephobe podcast hmm. with the What's exceptional cinephobe? and electric <laughs> zach harper and anthony mays he was recently <laughs> voted like everyone's Maze doesn't get shit. They're just like, <laughs> <laughs> Harper's exceptional and electric. Yes. Maze is just, just there. All right. So we thought we had to have you on to defend your honor after that brutal stray. I mean, it sounds like Coley's grammar structure took a stray there. Oh, actually. my God. <laughs> <this again. laughs> I mean, I mean, is the master of grammatical structure. I can tell you that firsthand. Obviously, the man knows quite a bit about how to structure sentences and pronounce words. So it's no surprise to me that he immediately jumped on a little hitch in your giddy up there. <laughs> you were using both adjectives for both people, and Amin had to come out and say, no, 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 you didn't do that sentence right. Yeah, no, sever that one. But then it's also at my expense, so it's a win-win for him. Yes. Yeah, the guy doesn't lose. Down a loophole. You know the scene in Homie Spumoni? Maybe you don't, but there's a scene in Homie Spumoni where his uh, newly found brother rips a side mirror off a door, off a car door, holds it up to him to show him that he's black. 
that is what Amin has never done with the way he talks or writes sentences. He's never held up a mirror to that and looked at it. But he's the first one to call you on yours. You so sold me on that fucking movie, though. <laughs> so wait, let's take a straw poll. Who actually watched Homie Spumoni? Mm, not I. Okay, we got two. Ain't seen it. Two? Got two? Oh, not bad. Who watched right, along with you? So based on based on <laughs> what I've said, such a suck up. <laughs> based on what I've said, I've given you Homie Spumoni and I've given you that one scene. What would you say it's about? Those who haven't seen it. Uh, little Nick in the eighties from the eighties or nineties. An Italian guy who doesn't know he's black. Uh, Nailed it. Oh, oh, holy shit. Yeah, you know what? There it is. We're going to celebrate that some bitch. We're calling this a victory. Drink for that one. I love that that was the answer from somebody who just posted he couldn't get into college yesterday. (laughs) But you got that one, man. I mean, you don't need a college degree to enjoy homies. You do not. I think that's safe. That's fair. That actually, actually probably preferred you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that His leads me to a question uh, about that, because I have not seen that movie, but that's one of my favorite um, Cinephone episodes. And like there's I think there is a thing that goes on here where like we remember the movie when it came out, never saw it. And like, I think I enjoy the podcast more than the movie at times which is a strange place to end up on. Um, do you get a lot of that from people who who probably well, listen to the podcast and don't watch the movies at all? Okay, a couple things. Almost all of the movies are huge pieces of shit, so I would hope <laughs> that you enjoy the podcast more than the movie. There's a couple <laughs> ones where the movie's actually good, and you could enjoy good it. Point. And then what I hope is that we can provide a podcast that will be almost as much enjoyment as a movie that you enjoy. The rest of the time, or most of the time, we should absolutely be better and more enjoyable than the po- than the movie. Mm. So then, I, yeah, I shouldn't ask you about the the movies that I like more than your podcast. <laughs> no, that's actually that's an that'd be an interesting list. I'd like to hear that. I think that I just think it's a small percentage. That's all I'm saying. You're entitled to like a movie more than the podcast. I will allow that. But I just I just like some shitty movies, man. It's shittier the there better. You go. I mean that theoretically was one of the reasons that we started doing this. But to your other question of watching or listening to the episode without watching the movie there are a fairly large amount of people that do that there's some people that i don't you know unless they've already seen the movie or already own it or you know like have some sort of attachment to it they won't even try to watch the movie so (laughs) and then and then there's the people who watch the movie listen to the podcast watch the movie again on repeat for however long. I mean, I've heard all kinds of different combinations of it. Right. So I think one of the things has been for me, like having, we're in the dregs of like cable TV, where like you repeat all the same movies. If Like if you're a YouTube TV subscriber and you click on movies, they're going to play the same shit all the time. It's amazing how many of the movies that I see on there you've reviewed. Well, the algorithm is learning. Yeah, it's figuring it out. But like, I think that's a fun rewatch to watch it through cable TV. And also, like, 
uh, watch it as an edited piece when you know that the fact that that movie was saying uh, uh, they were supercharging it, I guess, the whole time. So, Yeah, I mean, the library is over 200 deep at this point, so I feel like there's a pretty good chance of opening up Netflix or Hulu or Amazon and uh, something we've done popping up as something that's new to the service because of the stupidest month-to-month nature of streaming movies that i still don't truly understand that has screwed us several times where we pick a movie and then a week later it's gone yeah but yeah man it's uh it's it's a it's fun to encounter them in the wild i would say if you come across a and then you think oh well now i've got a movie to watch and i got a podcast to listen to about that movie I've got a question, Mr. Mays, if I may call you Mr. Mays. Sure. Have you always been an Anthony, or were you once a Tony, or what did poor Tony do to you to make you an Anthony for life? Just curious. (laughs) People call me Tony in, like, fifth grade middle school. Then I switched schools. And then pretty pretty much from college on, I would say the majority of people call me Maze. It's because it's one syllable, I'm guessing. Mm. So that that just kind of happened, you know. And I don't... So when I hear Anthony now, it's, I guess, a little... Depends who it is, I guess, but it's a little different. <laughs> if you it's know? me, can I call you Maze? Call me whatever you want, man. Sweet. Hey, Maze, what's your Do favorite parade many... style? Favorite Troy. what? Parade style. Parade, oh. parade, uh, New Orleans parade. Yeah. Oh, you don't yes. say. Oh, that's interesting. Choice. We might we might actually be having a parade down in New Orleans in mm-hmm. a few months. So nice. We'll extend the invitation. You want to come down? Yeah, you should Hammond, come. So. You could be yeah. When I when I heard that you could just go to the city hall or whatever and get one, sign up for get one. Permit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like very. It's a classic New Orleans thing, and it's pretty cool. So I and we that. actually heard that from Zach when we had him on. And that's that's also um, you brings a lots of parades facts, and that's what I appreciate so much is parade fact. That's a parade fact. You guys should ride the train down to New Orleans, have a cinephobe parade where you blast the <laughs> theme song on the float the whole entire time. <laughs> And have people dress up as moose. People yeah. dress up as. <laughs> I mean, it's on the books, man. It's, uh, it's booked. I just don't have dates for it. Nice. So it's on the books. <laughs> it's been it's been booked for years. Engaged with no ring. You know, you, you know when some people talk about knowing exactly when they're gonna die. <laughs> That's what it's like for me with this fucking train ride. <laughs> that'll be the end of me they're gonna find me dead down here editing so i feel your pain we thought you did die editing yeah recording actually you died during recording i um i saw somebody as well i saw somebody tweet um have you ever been in an elevator this was like a couple hours ago ever been in an elevator where the person behind you is moaning and I think now that's how I'm going to die. 
<laughs> are you going to be the one moaning or the person moaning behind you is going to kill you? I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> you seem, there you seem pretty there confident. You seem well, pretty I originally sure that this is how be... you're going to go. So it, you didn't think it all the way through? Yeah. Yeah, you don't sound very sure. Well, I was in a very passive state when I read this tweet. So I think it was the person behind me. Murdering. But... Yeah. So they moan and then they stab the moaner. me? Monet, Janelle. I don't even think they stab me. They just take me down. Oh, like when they collapse. Like uh, Denzel in Equalizer 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Topical. Equalizer. Yeah. Which Equalizer 3 Topical. is coming out, by the way. I'm super excited. Uh, I know it. The Dakota Fanning reunion, man. <laughs> hey, what? Still seen the it. little swimmers all grown up, and now they're going to reunite. Oh. They're gonna, he's gonna, you know, she's gonna win an Olympic gold medal or whatever the fuck happens in the Equalizer <laughs> Three. <laughs> it's got to be about swimming. If it's not about swimming, then Juju Gotti won't like it. Oh, okay. They're well, they said they're gonna wrap up the trilogy, so we'll see what happens. I'm oh. definitely watching it though. I thought that was about a dude who really loved his twelve band EQ, so I was way off. <laughs> oh man, that's a different movie, dude. Yeah, I'd watch that one. That sounds that is a different fun. movie. Just. A 12-hour documentary about <laughs> Dr. Dre in the studio. Just need to get that 300 kilohertz down just a little bit there. You hear that? That's nope. what Dr. Dre sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what Dr. Dre. I was, I was doing Ron there. That was, that was me doing Ron who was doing Dr. Dre. Oh, it's perfect. It's very nerdy. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen the trailer for that, but that's it. I don't even know what any of those Equalizer movies are about. Uh, and they Equalizer. Good. It's got I, yeah. Queen Latifah in it. It's all you need to know. It's a rap movie. <laughs> no, that's the TV show. No, yeah, different. There's so much consternation on my yeah. end. I don't know what's going on. She used to be a courier on a bike, and then she became an Equalizer. Is, mm. is, that, is that how it's how it happened? I like the progression. It's about going of, up in an altitude. Right? You know, yeah, your way up to being an Equalizer. You start a bike courier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About a calculator played by Denzel <laughs> Washington. <laughs> He'll kill you with that calculator, though. No, Careful. he is the calculator. It's like the. Oh, he's the calculator. It's called the accountant. He mispronounced it. <laughs> oh, the. Uh, what was, that? was that Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck and. Yeah, yes. Affleck. Yeah. I don't buy him as qualifies. A lot of people fuck. We haven't gone back to Ben Affleck in a while, but man, he's still got a so. lot of shit on the board, dude. <laughs> a lot of shit. Paycheck? I want to do paycheck someday. Hmm. Don't remember that. Wait, who's in that one with him? Um, <coughs> maybe Uma Thurman. I think it's like John Woo. It's something. It was an expensive bomb. I know that. Hmm. And it is John Woo. Yeah. Written by Philip uh, K. Dick and Uma. Oh. All right. Look at me. Wait a It actually has an excellent cast. It's got Uma, Aaron Eckhart, of, of course. Paul Giamatti, Michael oh, C. Hall. Uma. Yeah. Uma. It's a Ben Uma. Affleck movie. It, it was one of the three <laughs> movies in a row that he made. It was like Gigli, Paycheck, <laughs> uh, maybe Reindeer Games. I was just, just going to say Reindeer like, Games. Or Daredevil. Though. I think it's Daredevil. So it's like bomb, oh, wow. bomb, bomb. And then he That's came back and won an Oscar. So yeah. mm-hmm. if we want to do mm-hmm. the Mount Rushmore of shitty movies in a row. I think we've got a candidate. Oh, he's... that's how versatile he is. Yeah, he, he can is... suck in everything. <laughs> he's sucked so hard. 
And then he won an Oscar again and got JLo back. So never give up on your dreams, guys. Yeah. You can turn it around, even Suck in the it, 50s. Cheater. I can't <laughs> fathom him winning an Oscar. That's two. He's won two Oscars. Yes. What he's a fuck? double Oscar winner. And the Oscars and he, are worthless now. And I think he got he I mean, I'm pretty sure he got like three or something for Argo. Like he got one for Good Will Hunting, but <gasps> to be fair, that's there. actually a, that's a good movie though. Argo was that's good. good. Okay. Argo was, good. was great in that. He got that uh yeah, Oscar that for somewhere. directing though, right? Not acting, it was for directing. Uh, Argo. Yeah, not acting. It was okay. directing, but I think it won Best Picture. But Didn't he also it, write this? It's a crazy pop, right? All right, I'm he okay. Might have written that. it. He might have written it. That might have been the third one. So that's what I mean. He really yeah. stacked him up for that one. He also made the go all potentially in. worst movie I've ever seen in my life in the Last Duel. <laughs> was really Which one? Uh, yeah, the Last Duel. I'm, that's not. That's not because of him, though. Well, I mean, he and uh, Damon wrote it. He's not like acting in it. No, horrible. they wrote that movie. Yeah. And and Ridley oh Scott God. directed it. It's a uh... okay. Never mind. Ooh. I take it back. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. It was a bad script. <laughs> I just I think of a, a classic Ben Affleck movie is he's the leading man. He's he shows no range. <laughs> they he's bad at action scenes, and you just walk out of it saying, "Nope, that's nope. Didn't that's land. not the role for you, man." No. I Here's think the that, thing. Uh, Ever since he got his teeth fixed, he's just really good to look at. <laughs> so that's okay. really all right. Like, is really he that need. hot though? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Also, think, I know that J Lo doesn't always pick the hottest guys because look at uh, Mark Anthony; he's Skeletor. But <laughs> Ben Affleck is definitely hot. Yes. Catching a stray. <laughs> okay. I mean, I like. He's not hot enough to make up for. Like how shitty he is like jared leto is a more attractive human but like it, it comparable to his talent like he's so bad <laughs> that even his hotness can't make up for it it's the Overcome. same type of situation with ben affleck he's not mm. as hot and he's not as bad as jared leto all right let's get your list then the hottest person the least amount of talent and the jared most leto. amount of talent with the least good one <laughs> hottest with the least jared leto i think that's accurate Least attractive with the most. First thing that popped in my head was Paul Giamatti. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Buscemi's or James. Buscemi's, Buscemi's, Buscemi's up there. I feel like Buscemi. James. Huh. Yeah, but Giamatti has jumped the shark though. Ever since he played Einstein in that fucking commercial, he's over. <laughs> uh, he's got a movie. He's got a movie coming out this fall, or it was supposed to before they bumped it. Uh, with he's back with Alexander Payne. I think he's trying to make a comeback. I think he's going to get nominated for an Oscar. He might win. So you might uh, you might have spoke too soon on that one. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was a Am bad. I too soon. Yeah. I hope he. I was hoping he would just show up in the Napoleon thing that that's going on, and he would just <laughs> be like Isaac Newton in that movie somehow. Timeline might be messed up, but like Napoleon Dynamite two. You know, I will give a take, though, about Christian Bale, because he has an immense amount of talent, and a lot of people think he's attractive, but again, going back to the teeth, he looks like he wants to bite my neck and suck my blood, and I just am not into it. I don't think he's attractive at all. Are you going to tell me right now that Ben Affleck is hotter than Christian Bale? Yes. God yes. damn it. There's a dog barking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dog I, need, I need a drink.
for that. Distract this place for sure. <laughs> Holy smokes. Time for commercial, Ronaldo. Maybe. I love how that forced him to drink. <laughs> oh, there we go. Are you a podcaster? Do you like to drink? Do you live in constant fear that something you say while drunk on a podcast may result in real world repercussions? Well, I've got your solution the Michaelizer. As you speak into the mic, the Michaelizer takes a constant analysis of your breath to give you an up to the minute blood alcohol content. And if you should reach the danger zone, an alarm goes off and your microphone is muted until you reach safe levels. The Michaelizer, canceling your audio before your audio cancels you. I know it's not the Christian Bale one, but we just watched Terminator Genesis last night, the fifth Terminator. With uh, Amelia Clark and... <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought about picking that not too long ago. It's not as bad as I remembered it. It looked like... It looked too long. It was long. Yeah, that was that was my biggest reservation. But I was like, oh, maybe. And it's, it's the one where they like pop up... They pop up right on the freeway in San Francisco, if I remember. The dragons yes, just show up correct. and blow the shit out of them. <laughs> yes. The, dra- awesome. the dragons. Dracarys. Uh, speaking of movies set in San Francisco, uh, Maze, what is, what is your Mount Rushmore of San Francisco movies? Oh, for- well, I actually did a pod on this. Oh, uh, a couple years ago. Let me look it up real quick. So I did the seven best San Francisco movies because San Francisco is seven miles oh. by seven miles. And I did it with some friends, so they had a couple things pop on here. Um, got two that come to mind, but I want to hear the fan. Well, that's that wouldn't even. (laughs) Oh, I love that movie. (laughs) Thank you. All right, so here here is our list: seven to one, and like I said, a couple of them were not my picks. So number seven, my buddy picked San Andreas, which is a comedy. Where's Joe? Where's Joe when we need comedy? (laughs) <laughs> uh my pick i put all my always be my maybe up there which is the ali wong randall park movie that came out four years ago oh hmm. I, I was doing this pod pretty close to when that movie came out so that was definitely a little bit of recency bias but i do love that movie and, and there are a lot of san francisco things in it oh, uh then my buddy Netflix, i'm gonna watch that then my buddy picked basic instinct which is a hilarious movie where they <laughs> drive from Pacific Heights. They like turn a corner and then they're like an hour and a half away in Marin. And then they turn another corner and then they're in Carmel, which is like an wow. hour and a half south. So it's like they're, they're flattening the fuck out of the geography of San That's called editing like, maze. <laughs> you know, if, if San Francisco had the beaches and the forests like there are in Basic Instinct. It would it would be an even more magical place. Next up, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. My buddy picked this one, but I stand by this one too. That's a really Such good movie. Such a great name for a movie, by the way. 1978, uh, Aliens, pretty much. That's what goes down. But it's a, it's a good older school San Francisco movie. Then I had The Conversation, another old school San Francisco movie. That's Gene Hackman. As an equalizer, yeah, that's a uh, one that's uh, Coppola, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, and that one's got some great San Francisco locations. It's yeah, it's like pre makeover, pre pre gentrification for sure in that one. Yeah, 
Mrs. Doubtfire on the list. Well, that's a good. That's a good one. The twenty-two Fillmore bus that he rides was the bus that I rode to high school. And then I had the last black man in San Francisco, which is another 2019 movie that was uh, really fucking good. If you haven't seen that movie, that's I have not. Who's in it? It's uh, it's Jonathan Majors before he got famous. It's the movie that made Jonathan Majors famous. And then the rest of it is uh, like the main guy is a San Francisco local named Jimmy Fails. Uh, The writer director is Joe Talbot. He grew up here and went to school of the arts he's around my age and it's like a very loving movie about the city made by locals and it's also got like some cool artistic flourishes to it it's just a really and it's kind of about like it's about living here and like who really lives here and trying to hold on to that hmm. so there's no you didn't have the rock on that Like I said, I didn't make all of the picks. I mean, The Rock probably wouldn't have been there. A couple other ones I had was uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, yeah. The Mike Myers movie. Mike Myers, yeah. It's got the great Alcatraz (laughs) tour. And then uh, Zodiac was another one that didn't quite make it. That's a good one. That's my number two, yeah. And yeah, I mean the the Rock. I I've only seen the Rock probably like once or twice. Uh, it's not a movie that I went back to, but that's a that's another one that fucks up the geography real good. It's like oh, real good. Yeah. One turn we're in downtown. Next turn we're in fucking the Richmond. Like next turn we're on Fisherman's Wharf. It's like wherever the fuck they want. Hell yeah. I would argue that uh, so I er- married an axe murderer is Mike Myers. Best Don't film? say it. You said I'm it. I'm going to do it. I you said, said it. it. I can't follow you there, man. Austin Powers is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. The original Shrek. Austin Powers, dude. Don't yeah, say Austin Don't, Powers is good. don't say Shrek. <laughs> and Mike in a Mike Myers. No, like he did a voice. That's not a Mike Myers movie. Like he wrote. And started. Oh no! I'm not saying Austin Powers is bad. I'm saying Shrek is a better movie than. No. But no, <laughs> just flat out no. Mm-mm. Apparently not. What I mean, Wayne's no. World. How about I mean, no? Wayne's World. Yeah, it's, Wayne's World's pretty. It, Wayne's solid. World is a is a solid number two. And then, it, like, I'm I'm totally fine with being spicy and throwing So I Married an Axe Murder up there. But I do think that he really <laughs> figured it out for Austin Powers. I think that's kind of that precursor where he's playing the multiple roles. It feels like once he pulled that off, like, oh, yeah, we could totally run with Austin Powers now. Well, yeah, the, everybody. the dad is just Fat Bastard. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Like, he he brought that got that voice back for Fat Bastard, so. Yep. I'll tell you what his best movie is not. It's The Love Guru. <laughs> oh, man, Future Cinephobe. Future Cinephone. Rank rank the three Austin Powers movies, Maze. <laughs> I mean, it's one, it, two, three. One? Yeah, one, is two, it, three. I, it's one, two, three. I, I like two, I get, though. Two, two, for some reason, like I guess, hit more home with me, because I guess I, it was like more popular in the mainstream when I first saw it. So I I go two, one, three, but if you told me, yeah, I can go one, two, three, but two, one, three is the way I would go. When's the, when's the last time you rewatched the first one, though? couple years ago i did i did a, I did a, a, did a marathon all. of it did them all <laughs> yeah 
That's fair. I mean, I think I think the third one is still pretty good compared to the other two. And yeah, I just I don't know. I just like they blew out the budget and they had more, you know, money and hype around the second one and still landed pretty good. But I, the first one is the they first just one is did a classic, so many sure. jokes, man. Who does number two work for? In Love the that second scene. one, when that's they right, buddy, you show that turdy's boss. <laughs> when they have the Good space Lord, needle, where'd you eat? When they have the space needle turned into a Starbucks, they get a courtesy flush. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, the drink. Scott, oh. Scott and Doctor Evil in therapy is in the first one. Yeah, that's, that's so good. One of the yeah best monologues ever. I hate you. All the all the dumb like sight gags, like him back in that cart around in the hallway like that's so stupid but i laugh at that like <laughs> running the dude over with the steamroller yes the no mad tv no. yes <laughs> move well, if you like that type of humor maze then are you big fans of like um the police squad and leslie nielsen and um uh what was, it, what was the movie Naked Gun, thank you. Naked Gun. OG and Airplane. Simpson. And those, you know, he was in that too. Like, just dumb humor. Some of my favorites. I mean, Airplane for sure. Uh, the the window, like, Police Academy, I never watched any of them. So. Police Squad. What? Oh, Police, well, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. But that's making fun of Police Academy, right? It's, uh, so, in uh, Naked Gun, it's those characters like uh detective drummond it's just him in a tv series it's where the movie came from gotcha Mm -hmm. yeah this is before my time man yeah police squad sorry gun from the files (laughs) don't don't apologize no, I think she's yeah. right well, about not this. apologize for being old. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they... gun from the files of police squad is like the full long title. They only made six episodes and then it was canceled and turned into naked gun. Wow. If Sounds Joe was here, he would make a comment about Coley being the oldest right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. If Joe were here. <laughs> Who's the oldest? Yikes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> He's too cool. He's watching Weezer. He's got his sweater yes. on. Drinking his sweater. <laughs> All right, so this is kind of direct towards Maze because uh, you turned me on to Wes Anderson movies. I just I just watched Grand Budapest today, and that's a fantastic movie. Like is that the second one? Notch. No, it was it was the second one I did watch. Yes, uh, top notch, great great stuff. And I can definitely see the whole. We won't we won't talk about it much, but like the whole like his blocking for movies. It, you're absolutely about that. Like it's just a whole new. It's like a fake world inside of the real world. So yeah. definitely saw that going to the second movie. Anyway, speaking of Wes Anderson, this is kind of a question for everyone. Who who is their favorite actor with director combo? So like Wes Anderson and Bill Murray, if you want to go with that, I know like something you talked about. Quentin Tarantino, Samuel L. Jackson, Johnny Depp, and Tim Burton, Scorsese and DiCaprio. What do you want to do? I feel. I like- mean, for me, it's Scorsese and Al- or, um, Robert De Niro. Because yeah, my favorite movie is Casino, so drink a beer. They're, yeah, they're, I mean, go together. Uh, Coley, have you ever seen Mean Streets? That's like Glass the first movie. first Scorsese movie. It's uh, it's, it's late. It's in the seventies, I want to say. It's uh, very young De Niro, 
Harvey Keitel, but De Niro is sort of unknown, so he's like the fourth or fifth main character, so he gets to kind of be a little different, and he's super good in that. But yeah, it's like that, then you got Casino, then you got Goodfellas, Raging Bull, not my favorite, but obviously a tremendous performance, and then, yeah, on and on and on. I'm going to check that out. Thank you. Yeah, I love Mean Streets. I haven't seen that in a while, but good show. Uh, ben Affleck and Ben Affleck. What a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> no one directs himself better than the Fleck. Yeah. Man, great callback. Uh, Dog what are some other Fantastic. ones? Good. I mean, I'm a Johnny Depp, Tim Burton guy. Yeah, th- they had a really good run for sure. I mean, uh, Edward Scissorhands. Are you thumbs downing Edward Scissorhands over there, Coley? Or is that what we're doing? No. I like Edward Scissorhands. I'm not a okay. big Johnny Depp fan. I think Penny he's Penny in June? It was a great I'm movie. I'm not a big Tim Burton Good God. fan. But uh, something... Fucking Batman and Batman Depp. Returns are bangers, man. Goddamn Tim Burton. Who's Nolan's guy? I mean, Nolan and Cillian is pretty good at this point. Um, They've got a couple in the bank. He's in Inception. He's in... Batman Begins, he's in... I mean, he's definitely an Oppenheimer. That's that's a pretty good one. Um, About uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and... and uh, Paul, Paul Thomas, Thomas Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was in one that's of a couple great. of sites. Yeah. God damn it, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a super good pick right there. So that's Boogie Nights, The Master, Punch Drunk Love. He's great, even. Let it uh, rain. <laughs> How about Christopher yeah, Guest and, and Eugene Levy? Hmm. Not, I don't, I mean, yeah, they work great together. I don't know if I would, I think that's just like two complimentary energies, you know, just because Chris Guest is basically rolling camera while people do shtick. So I don't think there's a whole lot of directing there. I'll drink to that. Spielberg and Hanks <laughs> would be that was another one on the list too. Yeah, yeah. Who who would be Spielberg's number one pick? That's a good question. So what Hanks is Catch Me If You Can, that shark. Private Ryan, Terminal, Ryan, yeah. Spies, and the Post. Uh, I, I will stand him. for Terminal, man. Tam Terminal was an amazing I mean, movie. You know what? I'm I'm gonna t- I'm gonna I'm gonna get old with it. I'm gonna say. I'd rather watch Richard Dreyfus movies with Spielberg. Sizzling hot takes. So we got Jaws. We got Close Encounters. Both oh, of yeah. those are masterpieces. I think. I think I'd rather watch those than the Tom Hanks collection. But yeah, yeah I mean he he's uh, he's worked with a ton of people, so I don't feel like he's gone away from bringing the same people back every time. Did we uh, forget about Tarantino and Uma Thurman? Oh, that's a good one. She right. was. I, went, I mean, I that's a Samuel weird one. Energy, but yeah, like, yeah. Oh, all right. So it's Kill uh, Bill and Pulp Fiction. I mean, what is there another one? Kill Bill Two. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Technically, <laughs> uh, technically another movie. Yes, technically. Yes, nailed it. <laughs> For me, the, actually, uh, I think in that one there was a scene where uh, she was in that I think a yellow car and she hit a tree and she actually got some whiplash and was 
injured and um she wasn't too thrilled with his direction at that point in time and, and yeah. that was sort of the crux of how they started their outs because he was he looked at her as his muse he wrote things for her he wanted her to be in everything and um, but when that happened she felt kind of betrayed that he let her get uh hurt because this is what he wanted her to do he wanted her to hit this tree and she got injured and it's something that has affected her for the rest of her life. And it was sort of like the beginning of the end for that relationship. So for me, it's it's uh, Francis McDormand and the, the Coen brothers. Ooh, good that's my, pick. That's my top. Because they're married. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, have you, ever seen, have you ever seen Blood Simple, Colin? Uh, in high school, and I may or may not have been pretty high on drugs, but... I do remember asking. Like, I don't like, hear you ask. It's not amazing, but yeah. it's. I was on mushrooms. You know, it's just cool. This. <laughs> I'm sure your drug trip was great. Uh, it was. <laughs> it's missed. super. They're super young. Like Francis yeah. is super young. It's their first movie. It's like super raw, but you, I mean, you can see you can see the bones. Yeah, I mean, Russell Russell Crowe and Ridley Scott is fairly good. Kind of mm-hmm. like that, Michael Mann and or Michael Bay and explosions. <laughs> I would say. There it is. Take we won. Is there you go. Base explosions. Base explosions always wins. That's uh, <laughs> it's an unbeatable pairing. You're not going to stop that. Just like the the great Armageddon, you know, that just came out. That episode we talked about Armageddon for like an hour. Too long. The great Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. Shouts in. Uh, has your has my, your man in it? Michael B. Jordan and uh, Ryan Coogler were on track to to be those guys, and now who knows? They got derailed. Like, what's happening there? Well, Coog- I mean, Coogler, like, and I. Uh, who can blame him? He took the money and he made Black Panther and Black Panther was really good and made a shit ton of money. So that's, that's cool. But now it's like, now he, now he's a little off kilter just cause I think like Creed really good. Fruitfield station, really good. First Black Panther, really good. And now He's just like producing a ton of shit, and is he slated to be making the new X Files? Did I? I think I heard that correctly. That like the X Files reboot, he was like attached to potentially. Don't know. Yeah. So Ryan Ryan Coogler, I mean, he's he's probably producing it. That would that would make sense to me. Uh, another another contender would be Jordan Peele and Daniel Kaluuya. They can make a couple more good movies. I think they could get in the mix. But Get Out, I really like Nope. I don't know if you guys saw Nope, but I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, apparently Ryan Coogler is rebooting The X-Files without Mulder and Scully, which I've had the idea for for years. So, like, he's doing shit like that, which, good for him, but he's only made four movies and two of them are Black Panthers. So, (laughs) you know, you, you go from being like the hottest thing on the block and then those choices that you make are super important. And he certainly made some choices. (laughs) 
Uh, I know it's not a San Francisco movie, but um, I really liked uh, Sorry to Bother You, Oakland movie. I appreciate yeah. that. Shouts to Boots. Boots yes. Riley. But, uh, yeah, I it was good. Did you watch this show called I'm a Virgo? Came out this uh, year. I watched the first episode and I plan to watch more and I just haven't got back to it. It was the premise of that show is that there's a man, how tall is he supposed to be? He's he's a giant. He's supposed to probably be like 13 feet tall or something like that. And he's just a 13 foot tall kid growing up in oakland and some like kind of weird dystopian shit going on and then also walton goggins is in it with a wig on and i love <laughs> walton goggins there there are two sequences in that show that are basically like almost animation that are essentially powerpoint presentations for boots riley's critiques on consumerism and capitalism by far better than like anything that happens in the rest of the show, like leaps and bounds above, you know, but it just kind of like, that was his vessel. That was like, this is like his platform to get that out there for whatever reason. But where do you, where do you worthwhile. find that? Was it stream? I can, I can Amazon. it's on Amazon. Huh. Let me, let me send you guys a link of, uh, they have one of the like things that I'm talking about online. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that. I'll check that out for sure. Well, Maze, do you ever, you know, as a, you know, you're an avid movie consumer, do you ever phobe or file a movie purely based off of the trailer? Not really. I mean, I, there was a time in my life I think I used to get excited about trailers. That's not really where I'm at anymore. Um I'm usually deciding to watch something based on who's in it or who's directing it or whatever before. And I know that before it comes out. So I'm not, I'm not usually seeing a trailer for something that I haven't heard of and being like, Whoa, dude. Yes. And so I, I guess the answer is I probably phobe some things off of the trailer. All right. Yeah. Well, well, we might have one for you. Troy here. See, when we get drunk and out of line, he fires the mute off on us to get us back in order. But we've been pretty good tonight. But uh, yes. but speaking of trailers, uh, this is Troy's movie that's uh, in production. In a world with no kids, no pets, and no plants, his friends know Troy as a mild-mannered podcaster. But what they don't know may be keeping them alive. In a former life, his name was Frank. He was a teamster working for the mob, moving bootleg goods. He knows how to get anything you need. He's driven a semi from Medellin to Halifax in 24 hours. The record has still never been broken. He parlayed his knowledge of the operations into a new life and turned himself in in exchange for immunity. Changing his name and moving to a new rural community. No one knew Troy kept a few containers full of Cuban rum. But every now and then, the CIA contacts him for just one more job. Get me Troy! But the one condition of his return to action was this time he's tying up all the loose ends. A poet he is, 
a former man of great power, a hidden kingpin. He only speaks in haiku when he kills. <laughs> Got you in my sights. No quarter, no escape. Organize your affairs. In theaters this summer, prepare to be silenced by... I came here to eliminate targets and mow grass. And I have AstroTurf. <laughs> the Muter. You've been muted! <laughs> so, what do you think? Are we going to be Are we gonna be eligible for the show with that one? Or? <laughs> Sounds like Crashmore butt-fucked the most interesting man in the world from Dos Equis right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. That's exactly what we were going for. So, And also, I know it's just because of what we've been talking about today but it really seems like troy should be the equalizer mm-hmm. that's i don't know if i want to see that review on a the progressions troy wanna, why have wanna, you, you not hear... muted anyone tonight he muted What's himself, going on? which is pretty special i muted myself so that i could let other people get maze in the flow trust uh... me i would have muted y'all asses like on second 15 if i would have had my real ways yeah you would have gotten yikes right out of the gate for sure yeah i want to just say that like he has muted me at least five times tonight (laughs) so it's not like you know oh he has (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) you drove from medellin to where halifax nova scotia halifax it's an island has she did the math on this how fast does he have to be going uh, I think 200 miles an hour. <laughs> and that's blasting truck, through truck. all international borders. You know? yes. Right. Every small town in Kansas just fucking right on through. <laughs> yeah, at least 200 miles an hour in a semi. Yeah, yeah. 24 straight hours. Balls to the wall. No refueling. I got a fled, man. That's why the record won't be broken. The only reason no one is going to break that record is because Troy's the only one that can drive on the ice road. <laughs> Truck, 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 man. Trucker too. He has a special set of skills. Ian Joe Sheppy. <laughs> I love that this guy who has the, uh, like, what the Bay of San Francisco behind him, Troy. Yes, that's what it's called. Yes, the Bay he's, of uh, he's San trucking two hundred <laughs> miles an hour across the Canadian border. This whatever guy, it takes. The border of Canada. Yeah. He is the muter. Whatever it takes. I'm whatever the, it muter, takes. the muter is almost another Liam Neeson movie. The commuter. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That Very different if you hard, put a little gap in I there. I really yeah. emphasize the cum. Whole different the movie depending on how you would. <laughs> the yeah. cum mute. It's because I tried to put. Tried to, it's because I tried to turn muter. commuter into cum muter. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to hit the. I was really trying to emphasize the muter, but mm. by accident, it I hit that cum real hard. You did. It'll happen. <laughs> that does happen. So apparently you do like syllables then. Phone rang. <laughs> you know, every once in a while you try to enunciate and it goes wrong. Backfires. Yeah. But that went right. It went just right. Yes. So is this guy like coming on other commuters to stop no. their way? No, he's coming or... on the mute button. That's oh. weird. And it stopped. <laughs> gets off. Like it gets stopped. off on the <laughs> Or he comes when he hits the mute. It's like his thing. Yeah, he comes oh, on mute. I mean, he's he's a versatile guy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm watching it either the way. The silent comer. I don't know. He's going. He sounds like he's fast, though. He's you know he's traveling 200 miles an hour. He sounds like he's a 
fast comer. By the way, well, he comes when he's going fast. He's not coming fast. (laughs) If somebody puts a record out tomorrow called "Comes on Mute," it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. (laughs) Someone better get in the studio immediately if it's going to come out tomorrow. It's pretty late. Yeah, just exporting. Exporting. Ron will get on it. Yeah. No. I'm on it. Cash is like I bought it. Bought it. Marty writing it. <laughs> Sleeping Don't on stop. the damn porch tonight. I ain't uh I ain't getting too ambitious. Ron, did you have some uh corn facts for us? Oh. Well uh, well yeah, that's it's funny that you should mention that. Um that's one of the things I wanted to ask you. It's the annual cereal grass, widely grown for its large, elongated ears of starchy seeds, known as corn. The indigenous peoples <laughs> called it maize. Mm-hmm. So you see yes, where I'm did. going with this. Um, <laughs> so we wanted to ask you a couple of questions about corn. Um, I should have got a corn sounder. Did I have one on there? Hang on. I hang love on. corn. half <laughs> podcast exclusive. Corn. That's a corner. Yeah. All right. We're going to start out nice and simple. Uh, can you guess the world record for tallest stalk of corn in feet? Ooh. 13 feet high. Oh, it is. It is actually. <laughs> it's a ridiculous 48 feet tall. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that high. What That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know how you do that. You had to. Strap it to didn't happen. There's no way it's I don't think that happened either. That's not standing upright. I say you'd have to <laughs> buttress it to a post or some such thing. You sure that was feet? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's I, I, I believe that it can grow that long. I just don't believe that it'll be in a field. Not, not on its own. Yeah. yeah. It that's wouldn't like be those, erect that's 48 like feet. Those people that are like feeding their pumpkins. Steroids, oh HGH, God, yes. just right to break a record. Yeah, yeah. Look at look at how tall my corn is. Yeah. My Barry Bonds <laughs> pumpkin is awesome. It's not the size of the corn, fellas. <laughs> how you shuck it? It's how, how you shuck you it. Shuck it. <laughs> yeah, it how says forty-eight feet two inches, grown by Jason Carl of Allegheny, New York, and verified on March seventh, two twenty-one. Ron, he didn't believe you. He had to go verify I- it. I in don't fucking even. Fucking New York, this man grew a forty-eight yeah. foot corn stalk. I believe the internet, but I, I don't know if you guys that, know, uh... but that's that's prime corn growing conditions, New York. Yep, it is oh, the big no. corn state. Hopefully, Maybe. they did it in the Bronx. Just <laughs> 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 in a Staten community garden. <laughs> Everything's above board, a hundred percent. I would like here. to know how many ears of corn that uh, stock produced. Probably just one, two. Yeah, yeah. one. Make a ball of popcorn. Ass normal size corn on the end of the longest stock of all time. <laughs> <laughs> one real girthy bastard about halfway <laughs> up. <Jesus Christ. laughs> yeah. Well, that brings me to the second uh, maze or corn related question. Um, you're not from a rural area like some of us. Uh, do you know what corn detasseling is? It's a hassling. No, I don't. It's a job that they used to give to us uh, uh, teenage kids in the rural uh, areas back in the days. Big money. Big money. No, if you wanted to try to take a pile of corn in a pile and then you 
you untie it essentially <laughs> you untassel it you know that's that's actually not a bad guess uh coley yeah, it kind of is well i guess we'll hand sorry, it to the I'm expert sorry, coley. coley yeah why don't you yeah. detassel well, my uh, answer Yes. Well, as, as Ron uh, mentioned, they gather us uh, rural children up and they slave labor us for $20 an hour back in the eighties was good money. Okay. Oh, because it was an hour. Work. Yeah. Like that. Like yeah. A way. yeah. In the eighties. I can't even get but $20 I was, an hour now. But I wasn't even of legal age. I think I started detasseling when I was 14 years old and I was making $20 an hour detasseling for DeKalb. I got yeah. robbed. Oh, what the fuck God. is it? I don't care okay, how much so- money you're making. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, Big the little flex. tassels that you see that go up off the top and they've got like the little shoots and little seeds on them. That's the tassel. Sometimes it's fully bloomed. Sometimes it's still inside and you don't see it yet. And that's when you want to get them because you have to pull that out so they won't cross pollinate with each other. And they are trying to keep their hybrids intact. So they don't want the pollen and the seeds to go flying around. So they get rid of the tassels. And you have to go over the field. Yes. Every single stalk of corn. Down the rows. Yep. Cutting off their nuts. Mm -hmm. Popping the tops off. Yeah. You had to wear scarves around your face so you didn't get slit from all the leaves in the corn. Sometimes you had to walk the corn. Sometimes you got to ride a machine. Just depended. We always walked the corn. Well, if it rained, you were definitely walking. It was garbage work. This was important enough to pay you $20 (laughs) an hour. I don't know how she got that. We got like we got like eight or nine back then. No. Yeah. The same people who brought you um the the uh oh never mind goodbye <laughs> <laughs> well done and that will actually take me to my third corn question which is actually about uh, a corn maze which means it's a, a maze maze question for maze and that is the trifecta of dad jokes but uh the question for you is how many confirmed deaths was i able to find at corn mazes when i searched this earlier <laughs> What do you mean? How many were you able to find? How many confirmed year? corn maze? No, ever. ever. I yep. I, the only thing I could what find. What the fuck for... kind of question is that? Does the shining <laughs> count? A really good. Does the one. shining count? Dump the guess like question. He froze yeah. in in, yeah. the, in the maze. The verifiable corn maze, maze deaths. Oh, that's yeah. right. That was a hedge. My bad. Seven. I don't fucking know, Ron. <laughs> well, that's the idea. That's why I you said- gotta give me like some kind of details, dude. Some kind of specificity. Like in the history of mankind, in the history of corn mazes, the, yeah, that I was able to find online. It was no, There's no way. That's right. like don't don't make me start asking you what your fucking source is, Ron. <laughs> the internet. It's the uh, the that, internet. That's not a thing. To the Google, and I, I said uh, seven. What's the fucking answer? Seven's actually a good guess, um, but the the only I was only able to find one <laughs> verifiable death, and it was actually. A, I mean, it's the a corn. Maze. How many how many deaths? Is, fuck, it's not. Hey, that's one too many. Thing, but well, it actually wasn't about the maze. A guy was doing. There was like some zombie night they were doing, and he fell, and the bus ran him over. But. It was at a corn maze, <laughs> so it counts. One. Was he not even in the maze, Ron? No, no, he wasn't. He was. Oh, shit. 
That was the worst. That was the worst trivia question I've ever heard. There's no way to even know that. I was made. made, I've literally (laughs) made thousands of trivia questions. Yeah, that That was the worst one. Congratulations. This one would have stumped them all. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah. No. No. He. Oh my God, Ron. You want to guess what state it was in? You got Iowa, <laughs> New York. Yeah, yeah the guesses. No? The corn territory. Yeah, Lebanon. I don't Is know that... what the fuck you're talking about. That's a country. That's a great. See, that's a great question. Stumped the shit Lebanon, out of Oregon. everybody. Yeah. Not a state. Yeah. No, it was Stumped actually Idaho. So I figured Troy might be familiar with. No, that was a potato field, Ron. God damn it. <laughs> potato maze isn't only quite the same thing. To, I, I, love that, I love that yeah. Troy cheered on the idea that the one death <laughs> was his Yay. state. I know. I know. Hey, man, we're rural. We take any notoriety we can get. Any pub is good pub. Book it. Mm. it. Any, I that. Okay. Uh, so apparently in 2010, 31 people died in corn drowning deaths. Oh yes, that's a oh, different. Those are thing. horrible. God, that's worse. Oof. That's yeah. Those are terrifying. What? Wait, is this you ate too much corn and you choked and dr- <laughs> like? No, or- <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it is because oh, I my actually. God. Coley. Yeah, no, it's. I terrible. cut the corn oh, and then I almost died. Hey, <laughs> so much. Me corn and my brother. And his friend, Ron Fields, we went up into a granary. They had the top door Uh, open, and we went across this bridge. And it's this monster, monster. Okay, Troy wants to mute me. I know it. (laughs) And we went through the middle where the corn was the highest, and we jumped off the bridge into the corn, and we swam to the side. Okay? Like Scrooge McDuck and gold? Yes, exactly like that. Didn't think anything of it. And then, like, the next week, my mom was telling me, she goes, oh, my God, there was a farmer that died in some grain last week. I'm like, what? Well, how does this happen? She's like, it's, he drowned in the grain. And I'm like, and so I was like, I will never tell you what I did. And I can't believe I did that. <laughs> and we exactly were Exactly how they died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was like so 10. he died in grain. I can't died believe it. We're talking about Midwest stories, and I think of myself as a Midwest person, like you know, you growing Ron. up. In, yeah, still... Ron, Coley, like Troy, and I'm hearing these stories that I do not relate to at all. Like, what <laughs> wow. the fuck? Did, there's like, Midwest what is wrong and there's with your parents? You're in between cities. I mean, to be fair, you did live in a tent for two months, so that's probably I'm why you missed all this. Fond du Lac, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't like an at an age where I could be encouraged to be awful. Like you I was learn only shit five. about corn. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing about corn. I mean, there's a lesson. I just guys just don't jump in corn. You can drown. You're Going welcome. Out with teenage boys is a lesson <laughs> we learned there, Coley. <laughs> if uh, if you would have told me that corn has killed more people than quicksand when I was a young kid. I would have been yeah. like, you're crazy. That's well, how could Johnny Quest or about quick himself corn. from the sea stacks quick if he corn. wasn't stuck in quicksand? Corn. 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 Whoa. Careful. Careful. Corn. Corn tube. I'm going to work in a question about the band corn, but uh, no. I Follow the leader? How Good many job, people Ron. have died at a corn show? More than in corn mazes, I can tell you that. <laughs> 
<laughs> they really just got run over by a truck in the parking lot, but it was at a corn concert. At the corn <laughs> they, but I yeah. swear they were they were going. <laughs> they were there. Yeah. No, it was actually they had like a zombie night at the corn maze, and they had they bust people in with like uh, paintball guns. And Steve the Martin was a corn comic. <laughs> The zombies would come out, people could shoot them, but I guess the guy tripped and then the bus came in full bore and it was a bad, bad corn. Well, corn. Yeah, total yeah. downer. Took it right in the ass. <laughs> Whoa. That was a sharp left turn right there. <laughs> the cornhole maze. Ooh, cornholio. I get, I'll give it to myself. My bunghole. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. I'm just going to keep drinking. Mm. If you guys could get paid professionally to do a leisure activity, what would it be? Masturbation. <laughs> oh my God. That was so fast. I want that yeah. job. Yes. Man, mm-hmm. I thought about this. <laughs> right. That was a very quick answer. That was like. <laughs> when, did, when did you decide that was your answer? Leisure of leisure. Yeah. You guys had to get paid for. Your, right, it was it just had to get paid. I think that, as soon paid. as he said leisure activity, no, I was like, paid. oh, whoa. paid. <laughs> I know how you thought of that. You were watching the league, and they were doing their their little bit thing with their uh, running and getting their steps in. Oh yeah, where Ruxin gets his running. <laughs> Ruxin in. was just watching porn and getting his steps in. <laughs> I think I think we're running five miles that. a day. I want to get paid for that. That's how he came up with the idea. Yes. I came Justin, up when idea. did you change hats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. Did your fucking fedora hulk out? What happened? <laughs> it ate some spinach. Hit the visual gag, Ron. Jesus. Oh, it's not on the board. Ah. Uh... This was think, the whole bit. I'm glad you noticed it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think I'd have a visual gag. I was really Hang hoping on. he had a tiny fedora, but... Visual no. gag on an audio format. Nobody gets the joke. All right, dudes. Any last questions before I blow this joint? Knock this popsicle stand. I have one. this place all over the place. Hit me. So... You went to uh, the U of Cal Santa Cruz. That's one way to say it. Yep. <laughs> well, okay. Never, never heard a single yeah. person say it like that, but yep. U of okay, Cal I was, Santa Cruz. I was Cruz. on the internet, man. I was just looking it up. I'm sorry. I guarantee Santa... you it doesn't say that on the internet, but continue. <laughs> I want to hear your question. I'd like Rod. If Rod asks another question, he can shut the fuck up. Uh, I've actually got a sounder for that, too. Shut the fuck up, Ron. So what I was going to ask you about is the, do you think you are the most popular person to come out of that college Absolutely other than not. the banana? Okay. So Absolutely not. Maya Rudolph, the oh. great Maya Rudolph, oh, okay. was oh, wow. actually graduated. And then Andy Samberg transferred after a year. Huh. Those, those are the two that I would say. Samberg's a hack. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> nice talking to y'all. <laughs> Oh, he left! Fuck! <laughs> wow. That was a hard network out. I was going to agree with Troy, so... 
glad we didn't have to. Didn't have to what do school that. did he go to? Uh, that was our guest, Anthony Mays. We asked him about corn and shit and deeply offended him about Andy Samberg. And uh, <laughs> it's just how I envisioned this. So, so anyway. And the show description says thank you for being a guest. That is how you end an episode. Shit. You're listening to the Outsiders Social Club on the Half-Ass Podcast Network. You beta lib cuck.